You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, do not avoid downloading, rating, and subscribing to the 415ers podcast. Five stars are appreciated coming at you three times a week on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy with you as always. But isn't that why you you went out and got Christian McCaffrey? I mean, you went out and got and have surrounded Jimmy Garoppolo with guys that have a nose for the end zone. I know Elijah Mitchell got three cracks on that final um, you know, push to try and get in the end zone before the field goal that put them up six, which turned out to be the final difference. But, you know, Debo Samuel scored double-digit touchdowns last year. Um, Brandon Ayuk has shown an ability to get open in tight spaces. George Kittle, I know he hasn't scored a ton of touchdowns throughout his career, but he's certainly someone that can create separation and and, and muscle a secondary member if you also have a bunch of other guys that demand attention. So it's, it's something to pay attention to. And who knows, maybe like Mark is laying out, uh, maybe this upcoming week against Arizona where they're not in Santa Clara, uh, <laughs> they're going to cash in on three of their four red zone trips for touchdowns. But this kind of takes us to our, our next point, which is a, a look at the 49ers being, you know, more of a physical football team than an explosive one. I think they've been explosive at times, like that, actually, the the first drive out of this the out of the locker room at half to me was was an explosive drive. I know they didn't air it out and throw fifty yard bombs, but they picked up chunk plays. They just they gashed the Chargers on the ground, a couple of screens, quick passes for 10, 12, 13 yards. McCaffrey up the middle. There was a sense of explosion, but that all stems from their physicality and then leaning on the chargers and a lot of teams in the first half of football games, running the football and establishing who they are as a physical offense, as well as of course the hard hitting defense that they bring to every single football game. So like what, what is better, I guess, because I, I think the chiefs to me are, are the definition of a, an explosive team, obviously manned by Patrick Mahomes, but sometimes in in tough weather games, in tight games, I, I do wonder whether fans would rather have a, a physical, uh, more imposing football team than one that can, you know, light up the scoreboard every th- three weeks, but may also be flat because they can get pushed around. Yeah, and this was, uh, you know, something that we wanted to talk about after hearing what what Michael Irvin said on ninety five seven the game on on Monday, reacting to the 49ers win because a lot of the discussion and it was even something that Jimmy Garoppolo was asked post game was you know why didn't you guys score more points like what would you say to the fan who's upset that you only scored 22 points that you struggled in the red zone like we were talking about earlier and he was like well we we got the win that's what's most important but what michael irvin said was um every team of course wants to have an explosive offense like that's the dream but being a physical offense that can wear you down over time 
is better and it's more important than being explosive. Ideally, you're both. I mean, that's that's the dream. And maybe you could consider the Buffalo Bills somewhat that they have an explosive offense and Josh Allen certainly delivers a, a type of physicality, but they don't really have the the physical run game to to kind of work in tandem with that. I wouldn't call the Kansas City Chiefs as it, as as physical. You mentioned they're very explosive. They do have a good offensive line, but they don't really have kind of that that grinder in the backfield that will give them some yards. Travis Kelsey certainly is physical, but I think this is this is something that's interesting because a lot of maybe casual observers of football and general 49er fans, NFL fans, they see all these crazy highlights. They see Justin Jefferson with a, an incredible catch on fourth and 18. And man, I wish we had an explosive receiver like that. I wish that our quarterback could just unleash a perfect spiral 55 yards down the field right into the breadbasket of Stephon Diggs. Man, I wish we had something like that. And the truth is there aren't many players like that. And the Niners maybe don't have that one game breaker who can get you a 60-yard touchdown every so often. But what they do have is an offensive identity that will wear down teams as games go on, as seasons go on. And it's not going to be the most sexy thing. It's not going to catch as many eyes as a Justin Jefferson highlight. But what it's going to do, and we saw this on Sunday against the Chargers, and this was even more apparent in that game because the Chargers were so depleted, especially up front on the defensive line, they had no one they could even sub in at the end of that game. But what what you're going to see with this 49ers offense and how physical they are is they are going to dominate lines of scrimmage in the second half of games, specifically in fourth quarters, specifically in playoff games. They will control the line of scrimmage. They will can be able to get an extra yard or two on every carry because their running backs, Elijah Mitchell, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, they are going to be taking defenders with them. Those defenders, after plays, hands on hips. They're going to be winded. The Niners are coming at them again And this is why a physical offense, according to Michael Irvin, is that much more important than being explosive because you're going to be able to wear teams down. You're going to be able to dominate second halves. You're going to be able to win close games towards the end of the season and into the playoffs. The Niners are designed that way on purpose. They are a physical offense that's trying to wear you down over time. Maybe it's not something that catches too many eyes early in a season or throughout the course of a regular season, but it's going to be a big reason why this team has success and why not many teams are going to want to play them once you know the postseason rolls around. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Yeah, I'm with you. A couple things. I, I honestly still have questions about their offensive line. And later in in the episode, I do want to hand out 
uh, some flowers to one member of the offensive line, I think, has, has stepped up this year. But I do question just because of the lack of experience, um, particularly in the trenches. I know Trent Williams makes up for a lot. I know that they helped the offensive line with Kittle, with Juszczyk. Um, I think their wide receivers are also good blockers. But to me, it's it's. I think there's still a little bit of wait and see for me, uh, especially in the run game. One, one quick thing, though, Mark. And I, I, I just got it. I got to say this. You, you brought up Justin Jefferson. You brought up Stephon <laughs> Diggs. Stephon Diggs made a better catch. Okay, the here we go. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Look, Justin Jefferson's catch was more important to the game. Obviously, it kept the Vikings alive. They ended up going to win the game, even though Josh Allen can't hike a ball at his own one-yard line, even though he throws red zone interceptions uh, left and right throughout the game. Regardless, the Vikings won. Justin Jefferson was a big part of that. Stephon Diggs made the better catch. The ball was plucked out of the air with one hand. Justin Jefferson had the ball caught by the defensive back and then ripped it from him. If that throw was made and no one was in the area, it would have hit Jefferson in the palm of his hand and it would have in all likelihood fallen down to the deck. Stephon Diggs made the better catch, in my opinion. I know that that may be, uh, as you described to me earlier, a freezing cold take, but I'm willing to wear it because Stephon Diggs made the better catch, in my opinion, even though it wasn't in the bigger spot. I get what you're saying. Like There, there was that you know, aspect of the defensive back by trying to catch it himself actually helped out. And by the way, it's fourth and 18. The better thing is to not catch it because uh, it's a turnover on downs anyways, but I guess that's beside the point. I certainly under understand what you're saying and that the defensive back might have helped Justin Jefferson keep that ball up in the air before he eventually wrapped, uh, you know, pulled it away. Uh, but I got to stick with the fact uh, that it was a fourth and 18 they don't get it. They lose the game. Uh, the, the the digs catch was also, I think it was in the fourth it was quarter. On a, and it was on a third down, I believe. And I mean, it was a huge like third, moment in the game. 13 at, or something. At that point, you felt, oh, that catch, okay, Bills win. So, I mean, that was also a huge catch. Uh, but fourth and 18 on the road, the underdog team, I don't know. I mean, I'm sticking with, I'm sticking with Justin Jefferson. That one was, I mean, they're both incredible catches. I'm not sure I've ever seen, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but, but that Stefan Diggs catch, I mean, just the the one hand like just plucked it nowhere near anyone like it was one of the more more clean one-handed catches i've seen i mean it was it was remarkable in its own right yeah there there are different degrees of difficulty i just had to i had to throw that out there but i, I but i also wanted to bring it up because to me i know you referenced the bills as, as a team that have you know kind of the the best blend of explosion and physicality to me in the nfc the vikings would be that team I know that the Eagles yeah, are point. are the team with the best record, uh, but to me, the Vikings, their their defense is a little more bend but don't break than than obviously San Francisco's. But with the bruising ability of Dalvin Cook to run the ball, with the explosiveness of Justin Jefferson, who uh, unfortunately with Jamar Chase out for an extended period of time, to me is would be the best receiver in football. Um, and Kirk Cousins is good enough to move the ball down the field. They got weapons, including now TJ Hawkinson. Uh, they got a pretty good set of secondary and third wide receivers. I, I just feel like if we're looking at you know teams that have a bit of both, even though I, I do agree that the Niners' style of play is one that travels better, potentially in a postseason setting, especially if there's inclement conditions. They have different ways to beat you with their physicality. I think the Vikings would be the NFC team that I would pick to have 
kind of that that hybrid um, being right in the middle of both explosive while also being able to play physically. Yeah, I think I'd probably agree with you. I think the, the first two that come to mind are the Eagles and the Vikings. Maybe the Eagles aren't quite as explosive, but A.J. Brown uh, has been pretty good as a downfield threat. Jalen Hurts, maybe not as accurate of a deep ball thrower uh, than than Kirk Cousins, I, I guess. I, I'm not, I don't feel great about saying that, but uh, some of the other uh, elites and, and more explosive offenses and, and the quarterbacks leading them. And I think it's it's probably no surprise, I mean, that if, if you were to ask anyone, any fan of the NFL, if you were to, to look at the odds on, on Vegas, uh, who are the, the teams most likely to be in the NFC Championship game? Uh, right now, it's probably... Eagles, Vikings, Niners. And it, it, there's probably no surprise because those are probably the most well-rounded offenses in the league right now. I mean, the other division leader, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they have absolutely zero run game. I mean, they do have a good passing game. It hasn't quite been as effective this year as in years past. Part of that is probably because opposing teams don't respect their run game at all and are just solely trying to stop the pass. Uh, but I think there's something to the fact that the more physical offenses generally tend to, to be the best teams towards end of seasons and in, into postseasons because, as you mentioned, it's something that travels better, that's more consistent, that you can rely on more often than not. Um, and I would feel pretty comfortable saying that the NFC you know, championship matchup right now very well could feature two of those three teams. Yeah, and one thing I also do want to keep an eye on is is how the Niners' injuries, obviously you never want to have them, but the fact that they have sort of gotten them out of the way early in the season. Knock on and wood. Are, well, yeah, hopefully. But are, <laughs> but are, 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 are basically replenishing you know, the, their starting positions on both sides of the football slowly but surely towards the part of the year where you need those guys. Um you know, I, I like look, there, there's never a great time to have an injury. Uh, but I do think that in a weird way, it, it could help them down the line with how everyone is sort of going to be aligned. I mean, I'd imagine Armstead's going to come back in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully Kinlaw does so as well. Yeah. Um, but then you get enough time to reintegrate those guys back into your system, get them enough repetitions games all together so you can finally get an idea of the big picture piece that the Niners could be down the road 